Hey guys, welcome to the Babylon Pastors Podcast, sponsored by ODG Apparel. I am one of your hosts, Michael. And I'm Rob. Glad you're here to listen in while we talk about church, theology, and everything in between. Hey guys, welcome back to the Babylon Pastor Podcast with your friend, Michael. And Rob, we're here to babble with you today about ah uh, millennialism. Aw, uh, ain't it cute? It's a cute millennialism. <laughs> <laughs> oh all right well that wraps it up today we'll see you next week that was uh that was my dad joke for the day nice i like it my, my dad my eschatological dad joke for the day you have to be a real dad to just pump those out like that's yeah i'm pretty good at it ask my daughter uh i don't know if it'd be good or bad i feel like it's good she probably feels like it's not so good uh today We'll be talking about something uh, uh, that you may not have talked about this week, amillennialism, uh, and its its connection to its close cousin, historical premillennialism, and uh, and on the other side of the family, its cousin, postmillennialism. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's all one big happy family. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the distinctives, I guess, so last week, if you listened to it, we covered basically dispensational premillennialism with a little bit of a touch with the historical, though historical, yeah, yeah. like you mentioned last week, ties into this quite a bit that we're talking about today. So really the distinction you're probably going to see if you listen to last week's podcast is the, dis, the, the, the rather large differences between dispensationalism and all millennialism. Um, so where do you want to s- start with that one? Um, so, okay. The, the dispensationalism is where we camped quite a bit last week. Yeah. Um, with premillennialism, because that, that is the main view, right. That, that you'll hear about or see or watch in movies or YouTube or whatever. Right. It's, it's the one everyone goes to. Right. Um, and so, but today amillennialism. So there is connection with historic premillennialism in that the the timeline matches a little bit, right? So um, the the rapture. Um, uh, so okay, let me let me say it this way: the um, the amillennialism uh, is that would say like historic premill that this is. Uh, we're just gonna stop uh, the whole word. Let's just do that. Let's commit to that, Michael. Um, uh, Amil, um, like historic pre-mill, um, would say that today, right now, is the church age, okay? Um, and, in fact, all of them, all the views say that. Um, but that uh, there will come this point that uh, in the church age, that the last bit of the church age is the Antichrist, the tribulation. Um, Satan is loosed before that. Um, and then at the end of that Antichrist and tribulation stuff, that's when the rapture, Christ's return, um, the whole thing, right? And then it all happens at once. That's the big difference. It, all of that stuff happens at once. And no secret rapture. Right. So everything else that we'll talk about this month, um, other than dispensational, pre-tribulational, premillennialism, you said the whole word, which is a whole mouthful, isn't it? Um, everything but that view is a 
post-tribulation view. Okay. Um, so, uh, this is, uh, we're getting simpler and simpler as we move into the month. So as far as the complexity of the views, so this, um, the, the idea is we're in the church age now at the end of the church age, there no, there's no like distinct line of, okay, this happened. That means it started. Right. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the church age, which, um, is the millennium in the Amil view, okay? So the, the millennium is now. It's a figurative word uh, or a figurative millennium. It, the thousand years is not uh, literal. Uh, that's the view here in amillennialism. Um, the idea was, if I'm clear, the millennial started at Christ's yes. coming. Yeah. Yeah, Christ, Christ came. So uh, uh, literally, if you want to be um, super accurate, it's when Jesus ascended into heaven and was seated at the right hand of the Father. That's when his kingship was consummated. His rule and reign, bam, happened there. And he, uh, the millennial kingdom was inaugurated. Okay, so that's, that's the Amil view. And then uh, Satan, uh, again, at, at the end of this millennium, Mm -hmm. uh, rain, this, uh, figurative millennium. Um, at the end of that, at some point there will be a, a point when Satan is loosed, the tribulation happens, the antichrist happens, the, then at the end of that, boom, that's when the big thing happens, right? Jesus returns, um, the final judgment, it's all over, new heavens, new earth, no more crying sickness. Um, Tom Brady winning Super Bowls, all that stuff is going to be over. Um, <laughs> come, Lord, come, Lord Jesus, come! No, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know nothing about football, but I, I knew I could throw that joke in there. Yeah, right. Yeah, I don't really either. I haven't watched it in a while, but I just saw that he won again. Anyway, um, but. Yeah, so that that's that's the basic gist of it. It's actually a pretty simple timeline compared. So amillennial, though, uh, if you didn't catch earlier, folks, amillennial is actually not a uh, an awesome term to describe this because it's not that they don't believe there is a thousand year reign. It's simply that they don't believe there is a literal thousand year reign. Um, and which is the distinct difference between dispensationalism. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, uh, another difference would be that um, the whole church in Israel thing. Um, the Amil view is that um, the church is now part of Israel, that Israel is not a literal um, heritage race nation of people, um, as uh, it, it is the church period. So the, the, the Israel that joined the church and, and began the church, that it's still Israel. The church is Israel, right? Mm -hmm. Not that the church replaces Israel, but that the, the church um, was um, so a good, thorough, amillennial person would say the church has always been Israel. Because the Israelites who did put their faith in Christ long before Christ Mm -hmm. and looked forward to his coming 
they, they were part of the church. So I'm <laughs> right? assuming that this so, view, there'd be a heavy leaning on like, for example, the covenant relationship between Abraham, Isaac, uh, with God, I mean, playing into that, that God made this covenant, God doesn't give up this covenant, it's just a continuation sort of this idea. Yeah, um, but that that would also be true of the dispensational premillennialism. It's simply the view, like how you would interpret gotcha. it. They, they would take that as um, uh, like physical nation of Israel, right? Whereas gotcha. the, the Amil... Uh, post mill and historic pre mill um, is Israel and the church are one and the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only difference is the the church in the new Testament brought in Gentiles and b- became in- inclusive to anyone period who would believe um, rather than just um, Jews. So, um, so it, it's uh, back to that other thing. It's not that um, Amil uh, believes that there's not a millennium. It's just that they don't believe there's a literal millennium that we're in the millennium now. And right now Christ reigns from heaven, um, as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And this is the millennial reign. Yeah. So cool. So, um, the, now we're going to talk about it. We talked about this a little bit before we started this episode. Um, Next week, we'll talk a little bit about post-millennialism, and it's very similar to this amillennialism. Uh, what would you say right now, so to, give, to give people, <laughs> by people I mean also myself, uh, a great <laughs> example of maybe uh, what that looks like today for us? So, like, what would be a church that would commonly look like an amillennial? Uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? So, you mean like... Um... So is there people today that you know of that hold this view that are well known that people go, Oh yeah. That guy. Oh, well, okay. Um, <laughs> probably, um, Oh boy. So any, so I'm putting him on the spot. As you know, we no, don't, no, it's we okay. Don't I'm, I'm trying to think of people today. Well, so if you wanted to research Am- Amil, the Amil view more, um, look up the name, Sam storms. He's, um, if there's a leader in amillennial thought and book writing and all the stuff, he's, he's your guy, Sam storms, just like it sounds right. So, um, but he started, a, as a dispensational premillennialist, then he moved into historic premillennialism and then soon after moved into being an amill, an amill guy. Um, and he's kind of now the leading voice, I think, if you had to pick somebody. But he's also not someone that you know, right? Yeah, unless yeah. you... Oh, they've ever heard the name unless, before, yeah. Right, yeah, unless you're like studying this stuff, right? But um, uh, to answer your question about churches today, I'm I'm actually not sure because it would... Post and uh, post mill and amill would be um, split up between like a lot of uh, Presbyterian, a lot of reformed people would be amillennial. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's pretty common there. Um, and amill and postmill are, are really very similar. Um, so um, it would be, you would probably find in a lot of reformed churches, you would probably find people um, that, are both uh, and or 
kind of, um, or you would find both uh, views. Uh, but what you wouldn't find in a reformed church are um, dispensational premillennialists, almost, almost for sure, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so if you, if you think of like reformed people, there are people at um, uh, Southern Baptist Theological Seminary. I think one of the videos I showed you was yes. one of the mm-hmm. professors from there. That guy was also on the um, team that um, wrote and came up with the Christian standard Bible translation. Um, that guy that I sent you the video, mm-hmm. but, uh, they, so there, there are people, um, that, uh, you might just not know, uh, have that view, but chances are anybody that isn't talking about Israel and the signs of the times right now, at least that's one of, <laughs> one of these other, views. that's one of the bigger, yeah, that's one of the bigger signs. Gotcha. So one of the things too, that I think maybe even if somebody started this episode and they're like, I don't know about these views, but I want to learn about them uh amil seems to be uh probably one of the lesser known lesser held probably specifically i guess if we wanted to categorize it um within now again um gosh i'm sorry i'm putting you on the spot again but like how old is this view um because we talked about the reason i bring that up because we we talked about how dispensationalism is fairly recent we're talking hundreds of years here um now amil could easily be, I don't know if we can even date it. It could, I mean, obviously the, a mm-hmm. lot of these views have been held by various people in various times. Um, but I didn't know if we had some sort of a, well, this, you know, this is because, so for example, you mentioned post mill yeah. where a lot of the Puritans, a lot of the, you know, people coming to America. Um, yeah. So, I mean, as far as timeline, the, the only one of these that is pretty brand new is dispensational pre mill. Um, the the you know the so okay um without giving next week away the basic difference if you just had to pick a major thing to describe the difference between amill and postmill um is that basically uh post millennialism is like a more optimistic outlook on where we're at now um than amill meaning um uh, the gospel slowly will prevail more and more and more and more until Christ comes. Right. Um, and Amil is basically the church age. There's still um, going to continually the entire church age be lots of tribulation. Um, in fact, the tribulation um, isn't seven years according to, to that view. It's um, throughout church history right so um, Amel just doesn't well, put a time on anything they're just like eh. <laughs> <laughs> well so they, they would look at like revelation and some of the time frames and stuff and 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 say this is there's no reason to actually take this time literal yeah, especially yeah. times like seven years or a thousand years mm-hmm. like these are things that are used figuratively throughout all, throughout. all of scripture you know so anyway so um, okay yeah i have a question then so okay. would it be accurate to so i have to explain lots of things on a on a on a, on a teenager third three-year-old level because of my kids okay? okay so and therefore i think a lot of these in these ways as well i always <laughs> describe it when my wife's trying to tell me something i say describe it to me like i'm, I'm five years old so dispensationalism is oh no it's getting worse but don't worry jesus is coming back and we don't have to do it 
all millennials like, eh, it'll be okay, I guess. And then next week we're going to talk about post and it's going to be like, no, it's getting way better. And he's coming back. Is that sort of a, a fifth grade? It, it's, it's oversimplification, uh, but it is uh, definitely oversimplification, but, <laughs> uh, but you know, I, I think those things, you're right. You're right. Um, but uh, it's just that those feelings that you just described are over long, long, long periods yeah. of time, right? One of the arguments that ah, I don't want to get into it really, but because it's next week, but one of the big oh, arguments no, no, don't, give it, don't give away all next week. Post mill <laughs> is that, well, look around, bro, right? Like it really looks like it's getting better, huh? Right. So this is one of the, you know, arguments against it, but, um, and it could be an argument for the on mill position because they don't, they don't hold a position that necessitates that makes it a necessity to um for the world to look better and better every day right it's kind of a thing but gotcha yeah i'm gonna get this real sense that Amel is just kind of like my people that are just like eh we don't know like <laughs> we know some <laughs> stuff and we're just gonna chill for the rest of it like <laughs> yeah. well they you know they um they do um they they have uh, views that are very much uh, like you're saying they're they're vague right and mm -hmm. and non-committal uh, but they're committed to those views in the sense that like they they do see these things in scripture and they see them not meaning a literal millennium yeah, or not yeah. so they come away with the view that they do um uh intentionally and with you know through study and stuff so. I think you but may if you're not going to study if you're not if you're not going to study real hard you could definitely just say I'm a millennial and probably be right about most of your assumptions. <laughs> so if you want to put in the least amount of effort but still claim a camp, Amil's where you want to go. Is that? <laughs> is that it it would be saying? the easiest to understand, you know, <laughs> definitely. Definitely would be the there easiest. There you go. To understand. So if you're listening, you're like, I want to be somewhat committed, but I don't really want to be super committed. You you might just use Fallen Domhnall then. You're just like, I don't want to be, you know, John Hagee with Blood Moon, but I also, I don't want to do a whole lot of stuff. And if you're part of a very dispensational church that takes this stuff really seriously, you might be committed in a more literal sense to some sort of hospital um, if you're not careful with your amillennial talk. Gotcha. Just saying, be careful. Be careful out there, guys. It's a jungle out there, according to Monk, right? Oh, I tell you, I don't think I've ever seen that show. You're missing out. It's actually pretty clean and hilarious. There you go. Uh, Babylon Pastor Podcast apparently endorses the show. Uh, that might be that might be the least controversial thing out of this entire uh, uh, this series that we're doing. All right, so <clears throat> you're right. Amil doesn't seem like because we're we're going to talk probably a lot more in depth in the post mill next episode. So Amil is sort of the middle ground almost in the sense that um, it shares uh, obviously it shares quite a bit more with post mill than it would dispensationalism. But like you yeah. said, historical pre mill is pretty close. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It, so historic pre-mill um, and then a-mill being in the middle and then post-mill being on the other side 
that it Amil probably is a good middle ground between that stuff. Dispensational premillennialism is a completely other animal in a different category. They're just they're completely different. Got you. So there's a line here and dispensationalism is kind of way over here. <laughs> yeah, if there's a line here, then dispensationalism is right above it. And all three of the other ones are below it connecting somehow. <laughs> Got you. Okay. It's, like, it's kind of like we're related to that guy, but yeah. we don't really claim him. <laughs> yeah. Right. Or, you know, and again, I don't want to paint the picture that if you're pre-mail, you're a crazy person. So maybe, maybe it's also the, the dispensationalists saying, look, if you're those people, um, you know, you, uh, you maybe are a Christian, but you're an idiot, right? I don't know. Um, but wow, so, that sounds like know. a lot of the comments that are on the internet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, except that probably if if someone's commenting on the internet, it's not even going to include the "you're a Christian" part. Um, so I don't know. That's true. Okay. Yeah. How could you? That's what it'll be like. Oh, we need to do a whole episode just where I share comments with you and you can react to them. That's a whole oh different series, God, though. Dude, <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> we need maybe maybe next month that'll be the yeah. uh, lighthearted uh, opposite of this. All right, yeah. guys. Yeah. So, Amil, any last thoughts before we end this episode and make them wait a week for the post mill? Um, no, I, I don't think so. I, I mean, it's, again, uh, it's... Um, it's something that, uh, so I'll throw out the name Sam Storms again. Um, he's, he's a really, if you want to look into this um, further, the Amil view, he's a great start, a great place to start. So he's, you'll find him on YouTube videos and um, he's got books out there. If you're one of the few people in this world that reads anymore um, and you'll find him on podcast interviews and that kind of stuff too. So, but none more important than this one. So FYI. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys uh thank you for listening uh and thank you for watching and thank you for subscribing we'll talk to you next week bye